Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. Bob Shoneman here alongside Pete Robertson. Hello, hello, hello. hello. And his beautiful wife, Christine. Oh my gosh. Hey, howdy, hello. Yeah, we got Christine on the show today. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be an amazing podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. She's always here. That's the funny part, right, Pete? I mean, she's always here. She's always in the room. But she's on camera, live, and in living color today. And because you know why? It's a special day. Yeah, it is. It's my wife's birthday. It's because it's the whole world is celebrating (laughs) Crystal Shoneman's birthday today. Happy birthday, my love. Happy birthday. I wish you were here. It's like one of those birthdays, like on Christmas Day. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, it's kind of cool, right? Everybody celebrates your birthday. I never forget it, though. You know, every time it comes around, I forget the anniversaries. Or we have no yeah. fruit friends. We have a lot of friends that have anniversaries today. Yeah. But the birthday, you just you remember. It's like July birthday. 4th, you remember those it's days, too. It's your birthday. Yeah. Gonna party like yeah. it's your birthday. So, um, Are you going to start singing that? Yeah. You might as well for everybody <laughs> to hear. So you already went out. You did. You took her to dinner. Already. I did. Yeah. Yep. What'd you guys do? We went to uh, her favorite restaurant. It's called uh, Seasons 52. So I you know, I don't know if you guys bought that. I do. You do. I know it's expensive. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a Darden restaurant. So it's like Olive Garden. Yeah. No, it's like their high end. I mean, it is a Darden restaurant, but it's kind of their high end um, yeah. atmosphere. Service is always really good. Yeah. I had amazing dinner. Had scallops they, like melted in Ooh. your mouth. They were so good. I love scallops. Good. Yeah. yeah, we had an amazing time. They, I let them know ahead of time that it was Crystal's birthday, Aww. and they put us right out by the window, so we were overlooking the lake, got to watch the sunset. Aww. It was gorgeous. Beautiful table, um, beautiful view. The service was amazing. Shout out to Seasons 52. You guys killed it, knocked it out of the park. Thank you so much. It would, be hard to, it would be hard to get a table today. I mean, you would have to have done it, right, a week well, ago? Well, it's part of the reason, you know, with our birthday on Valentine's Day, we almost always do it on a different yeah. tonight's bowling night so oh, yeah. you know we got, we're bowling tonight there's priorities anyway. priorities that's right <laughs> you mean you're bowling on valentine's we're bowling day? on valentine's day there's priorities all right hey, that's how we met so you know it's it's all good christine what's a valentine's day that you remember do you have one do you remember like a summer we went or did or i remember two all right unfortunately what do you mean unfortunately because I should remember more of the them. Only We've two. had so many. Okay, let, me, let me throw in the only. We've had 30. Did, did, did you even know it was Valentine's Day? Okay, let me give context <laughs> to that. So this morning, no. this morning at breakfast, this morning at breakfast, I'm, I'm just complimenting my wife and I'm loving on her and all that. It's just because I'm just so appreciative of her. And we get up because we we did our morning devotions together and we're getting ready to, to read the word and, and spend time together. And it dawned on me right at that moment, wait, today's Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Because I had to look at the date of what where I'm reading today. <laughs> oh, your journey through the Bible. Yeah, so yeah, I had yeah. to look so at the looking, date. Oh, no. and, it, and I went, wait, today's Valentine's Day. Wait, it didn't hit you yesterday that <laughs> yesterday was February 13th? It's like I knew it was coming, so subconsciously I knew it was there, <laughs> but I just didn't register. So anyway, so that's kind of what Christine is saying, unfortunately, right? Yeah. No, no, no. But we've done we, Valentine's. Well, now you cut her off. Let her go back to yeah. her story. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to sell Valen- I mean, celebrate Valentine's Day. Because yeah, it's a Hallmark we, produced holiday. Anyway. I know we do a lot of things together. So I'm I'm very blessed woman like that because my husband dates me every every week. But back to your question, yeah. um, one that stands out the most was when, um, gosh, I think Austin was a baby, and you had planned. We were in California at the time, and he planned on a surprise Valentine's day for me, um, got to his mom's house to pick up the baby. And, um, lo and behold, he met me there and which was not normal. Um, and he met me there and then he says, um, we're going to leave Austin here and we're going to go out. I'm like, Oh, well, I'm not really ready for that, but okay. So we walk out the door and, uh, there's a limousine. Oh, wow. And inside the limousine was a dozen red roses. Aww. And then um, we ended up going down to, I believe it was Newport Harbor. It was four dozen roses. Four dozen? Yeah. Just thought I corrected. Excuse me. (laughs) It was four dozen roses. (laughs) And we went down to, I believe it was Newport Harbor and um, went on a gondola. 
It was in uh, Long Beach. Long Beach. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. It was the ocean, yeah. and it was. You mean like a Venice, like a Venetian yeah, exactly. gondola? They ah. have they have that in the Long Beach. Exactly. Yeah. And nice. the guy that was singing so was amazing, yeah. and it it just brought in me Italian? to tears. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. He was his voice tears. was like an angel. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a great night. Yeah, I remember that. And then the second one was after Faith was born. We went on a uh, Valentine's cruise. Oh yeah, I just surprised you and took you on yeah. the cruise. Yeah, nice. I that. You never go wrong with a cruise. Yeah. So don't tell Crystal, but next her next birthday, I'm taking her on a cruise. Okay. You are? Yeah. You have it planned? Yeah. That's funny. She's gonna listen <laughs> for her for her next. She's birthday. gonna listen to the show. Though. She already knows. I'm just oh. playing. She already. I can't. I can't. I can't do that without telling her ahead of time. Those are things we do together. Yeah. But it's fun. I mean, it's it's. I, I feel like, you know, I said this the other day, I told her, I said, have I lost my romance? But we haven't. I mean, it's, no. I, we, Christine and I are, we love to just go explore. And, and, you know, that's kind of how, that's what we do a lot. So we'll go explore. We'll do things that are with her. So we've been dating so long that we never noticed that our kids are no longer, you know, with us. I mean, it's like, we are so engaged in each other that, we're content with that. You know, there's so many marriages out there that they don't date. We're going to talk about it today, but they don't date. It's kind of the topic of the show today. Yeah. And and, when and they, I love that you guys keep talking about dating. That's awesome. And they get, and the kids get older and then all of a sudden the kids are off and the parents are like, what do we have in common? Now what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> because everything they had in common was their kids. The they empty nest syndrome, huh? Yeah. But uh, I always tell my wife, I says, you know, and I've told other people that I says, I've studied, I have a PhD in my wife, right? And I've studied her over and over. I'm a doctor. Dr. Christine. Pete. Yeah. Hey, that's and, got a nice ring to it. Yeah, it does. And, uh, but it's, it, that's the thing. And it's, you know, that's the reason why we date. I want to know everything about her and, and she wants to know everything about me. So yeah, that was good. I forgot, I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. See? Yeah. So Bob, do you have one the of those? The gondola kinda, ride. That sounds yeah. amazing. I want to like sing. Well, we've done that in Venice. I want to sing in Italian all of a sudden. We've done that in Venice too, though. So that's kind yeah. of the real experience, but yeah. I am impressed. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Man, I'm drawing a blank. Crystal, where are you? Bail me out no, here. No kidding. <laughs> it's it's hard to remember those wow. things, right? I know. Yeah. That's because when I asked her, I was thinking. That's because I don't you're men, and you, you know. I remember the first the we did a, we did our, one of those. I think memories. we did our. There was a place in St. George, Utah. We did this five course meal one time, and we got it ahead of time. I don't remember. We we haven't done a lot. Oh of those. yeah. Remember that? It Out was like Leeds. Whatever it was. That, that one. Was, that was pretty incredible. Chef yeah. dude. Yeah. I don't know. But there's been some things we've done like that. Anyway. All right. So that's it. So if anything pops in during the show, bring it yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's like, I remember taking her to a really fancy restaurant in, in Vegas. Oh, Steakhouse on top of the Rio. Yeah. Oh, we've been that one. It's nice. The views there are yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Taking her out that I, night. In uh -huh. Vegas, there's so many restaurants that are like that. Like we were talking about the one in Palms. It's a French one. Um, and the Rio has one. Was that the Rio? The you're Rio, yeah. yeah. That one, the Steakhouse. Yeah. Stratosphere, 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 Stratosphere has a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. Really? We've yeah. been on it's that just, one. It's all about the view. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so anybody cool. that say, well, why are you guys in Vegas? Well, one of the things, Bob is bowling a lot in Vegas, and he also has conferences in Vegas. Well, yeah, so real estate and bowling, we, they both go to Vegas all the time. We planted a church in St. George, Utah, which is two hours um, north of vegas and that was our place of traveling out so we your airport i mclaren airport yeah. i probably traveled out of that airport you know it's not called times. that anymore what is it called i still call it Mc, uh, mclaren mclaren whatever yeah, yeah. what is McAllen? it called? no mclaren i think McLaren. it's mclaren mclaren yeah. what is it now it's uh named after the senator oh i haven't even been there a long time yes yeah, uh harry reed yes they changed uh, the name of the airport uh, like eh, it just doesn't roll off the tongue sorry yeah. so that's why you guys and so we've used to so christine and i part of our dating going back to dating we would go to all the broadway shows that if anybody been to broadway christine and i've seen quite a few shows in broadway in new york they're great they're good but the ones in vegas that it's it's like because of the staging is so much better because they're it's just incredible. Did you see Phantom there? Yeah, we saw yes. Phantom. Yeah, I took Crystal to see Phantom yeah. at Venetian. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, another Valentine's Day. Oh, she what? thought of another one. What? That's fun reminiscing. Yeah. <laughs> we took a business trip out east. Back then we were on the west coast. And we went to New York and saw a show, oh, yeah. uh, Wicked, Yeah. on Valentine's. One of the best shows on Broadway. Yeah. we just happened 
out of everywhere we could meet. We just ran into some old friends um, in Times Square right after the That's or before so the crazy. show. You go across the, the country show. and right. bump into people you know. Right. That was really cool. Crystal and Sammy just saw Wicked. They, yeah. they absolutely love it. They're, they're singing all the music every it day. Is, it is one of the, I would say it's top, right? Of all the Broadway shows we've seen, it's got to be the top. Yeah. It, it was so well what is done. It? Is it the music? Uh, and the performance and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, the storyline is unique because it's Wizard of Oz Wizard, coming from like the witch's right? yes. perspective. But yeah, it's just really well. Yeah. Well done. Anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. And one of the things I don't like about Broadway is the seats are really uh, tight. And so it's not as comfortable for big guys like myself. Well, they're or old. In, the theaters are old. Yeah. yeah. Or in Vegas, it's it's made, it's comfortable. It's All nice. modern. Yeah. yeah. People were nice. much smaller and petite. Back, back then, then. I back do, in the day. I need to give a disclaimer, though. I do not encourage people to go to Vegas um, unless you got you go with the right mentality and, and holiness because it is not a place if you are not walking closely with the yeah, Lord. There's lots of traps there, for it's, sure. It, you, there's no way you're going to succeed there. Oh, um, that's, a good, that's a good point, Pete. Yeah. Good, yeah. I just I encourage that. If that's the case, I, I just tell people that if there's any way to not go yeah. go or if go with somebody that can hold you accountable or go with the right mentality yep. i remember taking somebody some guy has never been to vegas one time i took him with me and his name is kurt and um he's never gone and i said well i'm if i'm gonna go because i had a meeting up up somewhere st george and uh, oh i did it was up in st george and i just said okay you're gonna come with me but i'm we're gonna walk holy and i'm gonna show you how do you walk in vegas holy and so I just used it as a teaching moment. And, um, and so we did. And so I just showed him how to balance his eyes and, and how to just live in the spirit and pray for people and just constantly walk in that way. But at the same time, we had a blast. We sure. had fun. Um, we were able to watch a show. We went to David Copperfield, you know, and David Copperfield touched my hand. I always wanted to see that. He touched my hand and I was like, whoa, he touched my hand, but his hands were like silky smooth. Was it magical? It was. It was like when he <laughs> touched me, I was like, it was like a woman's hand. I've never had a guy. Definitely not a hard worker like then. Yeah. So anyway. That's, that's funny. Right. Yeah, I've always wanted to see that show. Maybe that's, one day I go out there. We got to get on the show because we're talking about reminiscence. People are going to like, well, when are you going to talk about Jesus about? We're oh, yeah. Trying. We're doing. Well, we're talking about dating. We're going to talk yeah. about dating. Yeah. And we have had both of us. We've had dates, not together, but we've had dates in Vegas. So. Oh, yes. It's all good. All right. So let's, why, let me, why dating matters. Why dating matters. Let's open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, just these memories. It's, it's kind of cool to, to rehash some of these uh, amazing times we've had together as couples, Lord. And uh, I ask you to just be with the show today that uh, the words that we say would bring you, um, bring you glory, Father, that uh, it would be truthful. Father, if we say anything that uh, is not truthful, I ask that you would correct it before it even hits the ears of our listeners, yeah, Lord. Amen. And uh, Father, we just give you this show now. So thankful that um, we have Christine on the show today. Thank you, thankful for my wife and as we celebrate her her birthday today, yeah. Lord. And uh, we just pray that people will enjoy the show, learn something from it, but most importantly, that it would point them to you, Lord. So we love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Wait, now you got to pay copy. You got to pay like royalties now. May the Lord bless you. Happy birthday to you. All right. In honor of Valentine's Day, this week in the United States, we are celebrating. Do you know Um, that in India they celebrate Valentine's Day? They don't celebrate it everywhere? I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know either. I just know that it's a big deal in India. So anyways, I thought I'd let you know. But we're here in the United States, so we're going to call it that. Okay. All right. So we thought we would do a show about ways to date your spouse. Oh, so you thought this was going to be for you single people. Well, it it is is a little bit too. So if you are single or, you know, we're just going to talk about dating in any way it could be. So it could be with your spouse. It could be with your boyfriend or girlfriend or your fiance. Or any relationship. Or any relationship, you know. Pete likes to, we, we were talking in the pre-show. He's like, you know, it's kind of like us dating when we talk, but yep. what's dating? Well, we'll get into that. I don't yep. want to spoil it. Yep. So when most people think of dating, they envision pre-engagement fun filled with long talks and walks on the beach. And throbbing hearts. Throbbing hearts, flowers, <laughs> da-dum, da-dum, four da-dum, dozen da-dum. roses. And uh, I said, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, long walks on the beach. It's like, what was that song? Ah, never mind. Yeah. But who says it? Who says it has to end at the engagement, Pete? I mean, does it have to end there? No. What do you think, Christine? Should it keep going after marriage? After marriage, dating is fun. I just, I mean, I look at this and and again, we're going to just talk about the importance of dating, but it's, 
you know, you said it, or we talked about it in the, in the pre, it's like any relationship that you have in order to have a meaningful relationship, there's effort involved in it. And when you get married and even goes with sex, I mean, when you get married and all of these things, there's, it doesn't, at some point in time, it becomes redundant. Um, it's not as fun or exciting, you know, as it was in the pre range when you're dating or sort of, you know, you don't, you already know so much about the person or whatever. You're like, what else do I need to know? Or, um, you know, work gets involved, distractions get involved, entertainment gets involved, you know, outside things that we do, bowling or whatever else. I mean, that's why it's cool that you and Crystal get to do that together. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, and, 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 and even with like what we were talking about, you and I, it's like, if I really want to have a relationship with you and to know you and have you as my friend, whatever, we have to spend time together. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we're going to talk about this, but the key is, is the relationship multiplying? Is it fruitful? And, and it goes with our spouses. It goes with our friends. It goes with our boyfriends or girlfriends. It just goes with anybody. It's, it's so important that we sacrifice our our wants for the greater good of someone else in order to get to know them and to love them and to cherish them and to, um, you know, really have some sort of impact. And so that's kind of where we're going with this today. That's kind of the show in, in a nutshell. Good. Yeah. So we can wrap right there. No, no, let's, let's, let's not. Wrap. You know, in, in the beginning, it's, it's, it's easier because I think <clears throat> there's the newness, there's the excitement uh -huh. yep. of, of newness and getting to know somebody. Yep. And it's just, that there's, it's just easier but you've got to keep it going to keep the relationship healthy. You've got to keep communicating. Yeah. I mean, my wife and I have been married for 30 years and, and I can honestly say, and, and, you know, she's here, so she'll testify to this, but I can honestly say that I'm more in love with her today than I was 30 years ago. And, um, I, I, tr I mean, it's, it's true. It's real. I, I, I still feel giddy around her. I still am, um, I just, I, I still want to please her. I want to just love her. I just want to cherish her. And, but it's, it's not because I did not, I had to change my mindset. I had to one love Jesus. We're going to talk about that because of my love for the Lord. It just naturally wants me to love those around me just as much. So we're kind of getting there. Okay. So, Christine, you want to add to that? You could testify that too. Amen. And I love you. Okay. Aww. Yeah. All, right. All right. All right. Statement one, what is the purpose of dating? A purpose, according to Merriam-Webster, is something set up as an object or an end to be attained. A purpose defines the ultimate goal, a destination, or intended outcome of an action. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, when you, a lot of times you don't look, what is the purpose? What is the meaning of purpose? You're not going to look, what's the dictionary? You're, you're thinking inside of yourself, what is my purpose for this, right? But the dictionary gives a really good explanation. A purpose defines the ultimate goal. It's there's a destination. What's my purpose? There's a goal. There's a destination. What's the intended outcome? What, you know, in the action, you know, and you said it funny, you know, as a married couple, the, the purpose is, well, well I want to get some, right. I want to have, I want to have that intimate <laughs> relationship with my spouse. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it, let's just talk about that. So for well, us, I think that's, that wasn't the context I said it. I think the world looks at dating. right. That's, that's the content, how the world looks at dating is the end game is, oh, I want to get some. That's it. But yeah. in the spiritual side of it, you really do got to cultivate that. And it's not just to get some, it's just, there's work involved. There's a relationship. That's you right. have to do things. But if the, if our ultimate goal is having a great relationship, okay. So it doesn't matter who it's with. If our ultimate goal, if we are a single person, we are, we don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend, how many relationships do you have that are lasting and meaningful? And, and if you could say, well, I have one or two, well, then you can look back on that relationship and see that there's been ample time that you spent with that person, right? If you're not spending a lot of time or you're, you're adjusting your life or you're doing things to be in the presence of that person, I would guess that your relationship isn't that great, right? Mm -hmm. So dating is, is, it's more than just by spouses or husbands or whatever there's, it's building the relationship. So that's the purpose. The purpose is to build the relationship. The purpose is to, to connect in a deeper way. Then dating should be a part of our purpose. While Christ-centered intimacy is the great prize in marriage or any relationship, you know, if I have a relationship with you, Bob, what's the, what's our major focus in our relationship? It's to have a Christ-centered intimacy, intimacy. We're always talking about how we are growing closer to him yep. or we're pointing back to him. 
So, um, you know, Christ-centered clarity is the great prize in dating. Let me, I'm going to explain what that clarity is. Um, but in context of marriage between man and woman, intimacy is the safest and marriage is the safest in context of clarity. We must date to get married and date to stay married if we want to have and enjoy a Christ-centered intimacy. So here's what I'm talking about. So clarity is this. If you want to know the truth about somebody, you have to date them. But if you want to know the clarity and the truth of them, you have to filter them through Jesus. And so the way that you are able to know people is that you love Jesus. And the byproduct of that is that love is then given to the person that you're building the relationship. Hmm. And so I have much more clarity about my wife because of my relationship with Jesus. I know her in a deeper way because I see her as Christ loves me. I see her the same way. And I love her the same way. And so when I'm building truth and I'm building relationship with her, dude, it's, it's, I don't even know, I don't even have the right words to describe it. It's so much grander. It's so much better. My relationship with you, Bob, is so much better because the clarity is there. I love Jesus and I love you as he loves you. And that gives us a much deeper relationship. Our bond is greater than the friends that we have that we don't have. Does that make sense? Yeah. Any thoughts, Christine? Any thoughts? I was just thinking about um, we had played a video once called God Goggles. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was awesome. That's God awesome. Goggles? God yeah. Goggles. And um, we played that and for I our believe church. it was, yeah, it was for Mother's Day, I yeah. think it was. And um, basically, in essence, is that we should be viewing everybody through the lenses of Christ, because if we're to be loving people, um, first off, we need to be loving him intimately. And then in doing so, then we then have those clarity goggles, um, in seeing people through the love of Christ, even in those moments when they're so unlovable, we can still love them. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so the context is this, we're saying dating is very important, mm-hmm. okay? Spending time in relationships is very important, but the most important part of that relationship is seeing them, as Christine just said, through clarity goggles. We have to see them as Christ sees them. If we're not doing that, then then what's the point of dating? It's not gonna get you far, but if you're doing it in the name of Jesus and we're doing it in the proper context, no matter who it is, man, that relationship is so much more So. I- I also think um, while dating, it's it needs to be sacrificial too, mm-hmm. because if I'm dating for a purpose and um, my own pleasure, then when those things happen during the date, I'm going to get upset and throw yeah. my own fit because things didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Mm. So I think that um, it's it's a two-way street. I'll go and do things that my husband enjoys doing. And then on vice versa, he'll take me on dates and do things that I enjoy doing. So it's not a one-way street all the time. It's a give and take on both sides. And if I'm always expecting him to take me to places and to do things that I like to do, then it's only self-fulfilling for me and not for him. Yeah. Yeah. And the best part about it is the, the, the clarity goggles, I like that, Chris, is um, you naturally over time start liking the things that she likes or like you like. You know, I never liked bowling. I mean, I'm just, let's just use that What's wrong with you. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I just, it's never been part of my bowling. But you know, I watch bowling now on TV when it's on and I've never done that before in my life. I've gone and enjoyed watching you bowl. It's, it's just, it's weird, but it's not because I'm looking at it now <clears throat> from your eyes. And it naturally has made me enjoy it and, and get into it. And I've actually learned a lot from you. And I, I'm, I still can't understand your guys' language and how you, when you guys start talking about splits and all this other stuff, but I'm slowly starting to pick up on it. And it's because I'm looking at it from your eyes. I'm seeing you the way that God sees you. And I'm, I'm now enjoying it as, as you enjoy it. So that's, that's just, that's kind of the, what we're talking about on that. Really good. Yeah. You know, we, um, all of us, we, we attended this marriage conference this weekend. And one of the, one of the takeaways that I had from it was, uh, that 
triangle. So like an equilateral triangle yeah. with God at the top, mm. you know, husband at one side of the bottom and, and wife on the other side of the bottom. Yeah. And the part that just really stuck with me is the closer we get to God, mm. the closer we get to each other. Amen. So, you know, it's just as you move up that mm. triangle, you get closer to God because and closer to each other. And it just reminds me of Matthew 6, 33. Yeah. Right? Seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto mm -hmm. you. I think it's also true in our relationship. That's it. Awesome. All right. Well, you've been talking about clarity a lot. Yeah. So if clarity is God's truth on everything, then our ultimate purpose is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Yeah. Colossians 3.17 says, every part of us should be striving towards this end. Mm. In order to glorify God in our marriage, we must first and foremost grow in our holiness together. Mm. Humans are created for a relationship. See Genesis 2.18. And it's in this context of connecting and clashing with each other, with other sinners that God frequently makes us aware of our sin. What does that mean exactly? Yeah, that's really good. I mean, it's like, okay, why are we getting into this, right? What? Why would you just shift so quickly? Hmm. And we're talking about clarity and all this, but the truth of the matter is, is we're imperfect people. And Christine was just alluding to this, right? Christine was just saying, if I do not see this person the way that Christ sees them, and my intentions are to elevate them above myself, what ultimately is going to happen is I know their sin, and I can just all of a sudden just start going off on them, right? Because they're not going to be perfect. I'm going to say the wrong things. We're going to do the wrong things. We're going to forget birthdays or anniversaries or whatever that is. There's going to be something that happens. So we know the person we are dating best. And because of this, we can hold them accountable, but not in a ungodly way, right? Dating is the time to get to know each other better, to focus on how we can elevate one another. It is not to focus on how bad each other is, but on how God, good God is and how together we can grow in holiness. And so again, the it's like, okay, I'm dating and what happens a lot of times, and Christine, I can testify, I'm sure that you can, is that sometimes we we will date and all of a sudden we'll just don't focus on our, our issues, right? We're just like, we got to get away from the kids or whatever. We're just going to focus on our issues. Well, if it's not done in a way that's elevating them, then it's not done in, in love. It's not done in, in God's ways. We're not putting on, I love Christine's el, uh, illustration of goggles. Uh, goggles. Yeah. And, and it's so important that, yes, we need to date, from, but we have to date spiritually. Um, if you are not married and you want to grow in holiness together, practice self-discipline by setting. I mean, if you're married or not married, you want to practice self-discipline. So um, I always say that when Christine and I go out, and I love what you and um, your family does. You guys hold hands a lot, you know, to, to pray. Mm -hmm. um, how are we always looking for opportunities to be holy in public? And so it's, it's, if we're dating, it's not a time for us to be arguing and criticizing each other. That's not reflecting God's goodness in our marriage or our relationship. It's, it's, we, we need to focus on how are we lifting them up? How are we encouraging them? But more importantly, how are we dealing with our sin issues properly? And how are we growing close to the Lord? And without, without that relationship with Jesus, it's impossible for us to grow together. We're just going to take two steps forward and then four steps back. So it's, so we're sharing that, you know, we're setting this all up for a reason. We're, we're giving context here for a reason, but dating is so important, but how you date is more important. And so that's kind of where we're going with it. Any other thoughts? I, I just like your point about being a light to others. And as you were saying that, I'm, I was thinking mm -hmm. about my daughter and I'm like, I wonder what she does, you know, in the cafeteria when she has lunch or, you know, it, if, you know, God forbid she ever has a boyfriend, you know, how will that, how will that relationship um, shed the light of Jesus on, on others? You know, and we have, I think we forget sometimes what an impact we have on the people around us. And, uh, you know, I noticed this, there's a group of guys that meets every Thursday for prayer in our local restaurant. And I can't tell you how many times people have just come up to us and, you know, either ask for prayer or shared that that it, that it encouraged them to see you know people praying in a public place. It just I don't I think we just all too often forget how important that is. Mm. I have a couple of quotes here. One these are by me, but then I have some by someone else. But I said the right relationship will never distract you from God. It will only bring you closer to Him. And yeah, so if you're good. if you're in a right relationship, the Pedism. 
Yeah, Pete is over yeah. that. But if you're out, if you're in a right relationship, then it's that relationship should be pointing you to God. If if your marriage is not doing that, then it's not right. So you just that's a that's a you should know right at that moment, whatever the relationship is. Here's another one. When a couple falls in love with Jesus, it makes a difference in how you will fall in love with each other. And so if if the relationship with Jesus isn't real, then the relationship's gonna Yeah. If if you're if, if you're madly in love with God, the natural the natural output or the pouring of the of that or the what do I call it, the byproduct, is you actually love people and you actually love the relationship. So that was that. Here's another one. These are the ones I wrote, then I'm gonna share one that someone else wrote. Know each other's worth and help guard again, guard each other's heart from the evil. And and I and I and I'm saying that is because Satan is attacking my wife. Satan attacks you and in the relationships that I have in my life. And so I I want to love you to the point where I'm helping guard against that evil one. Good. And 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 so I'm constantly mindful of that. And so they're facing circumstances. So again, these are again all looking at our relationships from a spiritual perspective. That's kind of how it is. And one of the reason reason why we Sometimes we have these problems is because we had to go into statement three. We need to learn how to love. Let's do it. All right. So learn how to love. To grow in holiness together is hard to do if you don't know how to love each other as Christ loved us and loves us. This love is different from the kind you're referring to when you say, I love you for the first time. I love you. Right. Rather, it's the selfish, selfish, selfless. Let me yeah. say that correctly because right. that, that's big difference there. Yep. The selfless, sacrificial love we are commanded to show everyone as believers. Is that that agape love? Yeah. I mean, agape love again is a, it's a supernatural love that only we get when we have the Holy spirit inside of us. You know, the world does not have agape love, but a, but a child of God does. And, you know, we can love somebody in spite of them. (laughs) We can love people that hate us. Um, We can, we can, um, you know, gradually want to bless somebody that absolutely don't want to bless you. I mean, like, especially if your spouse or your friend or relationship had a bad day, it pours, you know, hot coals on them when you love them, (laughs) when you come in a gentle spirit and you come to serve them and you come to love them. And all I want to do is fight, but you're like, nope, I'm choosing today just to love you. And it just like, it changes the whole mood. It messes up their whole plan and and everything else. They were ready to fight. And yeah. Yeah. But Christine, any thoughts on that? I was going to give a statement too. I was just going to say that uh, a gentle answer turns away wrath. And I think that in relationships, as well as in dating, um, sometimes, again, this has to do with your personal relationship with Christ and how intimate you are. But if if your spouse and or friend and or boyfriend, girlfriend says something and it you know, kind of irks you and you get upset again, you're walking in the flesh and you're not seeing them according to how Christ sees them. And I've, I've learned, um, in an interesting way that sometimes when my husband says things, it's, it's a reflection of him being hurt somewhere along the way. And that I have to understand that, that it's not truly against me. Um, or for me, but he's hurting inside. So I have to, I have to love mm, him unconditionally so enough to walk through the pain that he's feeling in, in whatever circumstance that, that has happened and, and to walk through it with him. And it's not an always, it's not always an easy thing to do. Mm. Wow. That's good. That's good. I mean, it, it, another note and what we can move on is, as I'm thinking, you know, you know, Gary Smalley has a book out there to five, the love languages, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I highly re- recommend everybody to get that book. Um, learn your, your, your spouse's relationship, your love languages, you know, time, touch, words, gifts, whatever that is. Um, and it, it goes with every relationship. I've used that in all relationships. I know your love language. You know, I know what makes you tick. I can, I know those certain things about you and same with me, but it's, it's again, every relationship you need to learn to love. And so get that book, not only love Jesus, let him love you. Cause that's ultimately where you're going to learn it. Um, you know, but to love someone means to, means to see him as God intended him. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Fedor um, said that, but it, again, I'll just say it again, to love someone means to see him as God intended him. 
we have to see people as as he sees them and that's ultimately what love is so all right it's an i love you period that's it no matter what agape love agape love the media paints dating as fun before getting married but then dull after marriage you see that in movies all the time shows and all the time right um, that spark absolutely does not have to go out once you say, I do. Do you want to keep your romance fiery and fresh after the wedding cake? I, I recommend that. Yes. And uh, now that we establish our purpose and why we date, let's explore some great ways to date our significant other. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's, you know, we're, again, because it's Valentine's, so we're focusing on couples and and, and that, but you know, again, we've made this a lot broader, but if you want to have after that initial friendship, you know, even with friendships, you have stuff in common, you go hang out, you do all that, but it even takes work to keep the friendships alive. Right. So it's the same thing, but, um, it's not, it does not have to end badly. You know, as we watch these shows after they've been married for so long, very rarely, I mean, cheaper by the dozens. Good. You know, he's still, you know, remember that army, not cheaper by the dozen. Uh, it is. No, it was that one, and then there was another one. Remember, it was same Steve Martin. He was in the married with or married or whatever. He says, after forty years, we still got it. Oh, maybe it was cheaper it by is the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's the way it should be projected. That you still should have it after 40, 20 years or thirty years or whatever. But most of the media today doesn't do that. I mean, it's it it showcases the, the harsh, you yeah. know, reality of of not dating. It it, it really focuses it on that. You know, they've been nitpicking each other for so long now they just hate each other, you know, and it's, you know, even I, there's pair, I, I could tell you off the top of my hand, how many marriages that have been together that are for 50 years, but they're just basically roommates there. There's no intimacy there. There's yeah. no relationship. They just put up with each other. You know, there's no fire. And so every relationship, we want to work towards that fire and that's what's expected. That's what we need. So, all right, let's do, now let's just have fun. So let's explore great ways to be significant. What are you going to say? I was going to say, do you know what I love most? What? I love when we travel yeah. and we meet new people Yeah. and they ask us, How, are you guys newlyweds? Did oh, you yeah. just get, recently get married? We get and, that a lot. That's and the awesome. best answer to give, yeah, the best answer to give is yes, we're newly married 30 years and going strong. We do get that a lot because we laugh a lot. We joke around a lot. We kid a lot. And that's what you do when you're, when you first get in the relationship, yeah. right? You have that giggly kind of feel yep. and we haven't lost that. And yeah. so that's good. That's All awesome. All right. I think we get trapped in the being me focused and you're me focused. It destroys a relationship. Right. Yep. So we kind of already like touched on this next point, but it's, let's just reiterate it. Number again. five. Yeah. Yeah. Make time no matter what yep. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Um, as long as we've been relationships together, how many times have we talked about dating and going out? It's been many, right? I mean, if, you, if we look back on our relationship, there's been, we've talked about, hey, let's go on a date or let's do this. Or, yeah, well, I don't think we ever used the word date. But I mean, just, but I'm not talking about you and I, I'm just talking romance. It's, it's just, it's been a part of, it's been an important part that even in our men's fellowships, that we we've spend had, time together. Can, we have, you know, we'll, we'll get together for spontaneous dinners or go to a, you know, go walk around Disney Springs or go to the beach or yeah, we do. We but just, I'm just saying, in, but even in the men's relate men's fellowships that we've had with other men, we've told them how important it is to date. Yes. So it's, it's just, yes. it's been a, it's been a thing, but here's the deal. We all have busy schedules. Okay. We all battle the elements of life. Right? And we, you and I just talked about it. We don't have yep. enough time in a day, right? You have to physically block out time for your spouse. You have to make it a priority. And it should not be just, Hey, this hour I'm going to spend with my spouse. No, it needs to be, it needs to be whatever the spirit leads time. So yes, you might have a babysitter. Yes. You might have whatever, but you have to just say, no, I'm, we're going to spend time together and we're going to look at each other. We're going to elevate each other. We're yep. going to do it right. We're going to love on each other. We're not going to nitpick. We're not going to complain, but we're actually going to love them as Christ loved them. And no matter what that relationship. So make time, no matter what, that every single week, we have to make time. Get that in our heads. Christine, thoughts? 
I was just thinking, um, when our kids were small and you know, money's tight cause you've got to pay for daycare, you got sports going on and all of that. We've found some pretty creative things to do, um, on dating and whether it's just finding a trail going on a walk, um, coming home and picking take up on the way home and then sitting on the back patio, just spending time together while the kids are upstairs with a the babysitter, then, then we or did by it by themselves or depending yeah. on what age they are <laughs> depending upon the age. Yes. Um, but it's important. It's important to feed your relationship with your spouse because when the kids are gone, it's, it's you and him. <clears throat> and then what happens? And it's those moments of, unwinding with each other, um, allowing the other one to express, even if they've had a bad day, you know, I'm, you know, talk about it, talk about your day, talk about the frustrations and allow them to be vulnerable in those moments too. And taking that vulnerability and encouraging the opposite of it is important because sometimes when we're together, sometimes we'll feed off of each other and that's not, a, that's not healthy, but in those <clears> moments <throat> of vulnerability is, is encouraging. It's uplifting. It's, it's stopping in that moment and praying for your spouse and walking through some situations that they might be going through or just laughing. Him and I love to laugh and mess with each other all so the time. Healthy. Yeah. You know what you, something you said, I'm sorry, Pete, Go ahead. Uh, something you said, and just, you said something about be creative. And I really need to do a better job at this. But it, it's little things like, you know, don't get stuck in a routine of, oh, it's a dinner date, you know, yep. and it, there's other opportunities like, you know, go make breakfast, you know, have breakfast together, do something different. And it doesn't have to be about food all the time either. I love your idea. Just sit on the back porch and talk. Yep. And I know my wife, that's, she just needs time alone with me to talk, you know, away from the, away from Sammy, away from work. And uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been convicted. I need to do a better job of that. So if my wife listens to this, okay, <laughs> it's, she can hold me accountable. That's awesome. And it's in it. What is, look at the legacy that leads with our kids. It's, you know, I, my kids will tell you that, you know, when we'll say what mom, we're going to do that. And where we would tell them, no, we're going to be on a date that night. And they know immediately that's it. Mom and dad are on a date. That's the most important thing to them. And they know that. And that's the legacy that we've left. And they know, they understand the importance of that. And so it's, it's not only that, but it's, you know, even with our friends, my, you know, when I'm meeting with somebody or I'm spending time with that person, I'm showing them that I care about them and that I'm, I, that's important to me in that relationship. And so that's kind of where we're at. All right. Well, we're kind of jumping ahead and hitting some of these points, but that's all right. So um, I think we talked about this a little bit, but let's hit on it again. Have good talks. I think that's really important. I know you were talking about love languages. Yeah. I mean, I know my wife needs time with me. That's, that's her love language. Yeah. Um, James 1, 19 through 20 tells us, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Yes. This is wonderful marriage advice yeah. that once implemented will change the way you communicate with each other forever. Don't just talk to talk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and don't just listen, right, to answer, right? right? But make it a point while dating to have fruitful, meaningful talks. Ask positive questions and listen. Yeah, I would add, ask positive, harder questions and, and don't, don't, don't fear away from that. I mean, it's, you know, we always have to pray that the Holy Spirit helps us ask the right questions yeah. because sometimes we can have the wrong intentions. Um, but we need to ask the hard questions and, and, um, be meaningful in our discussion. And it's, it's part of building relationship, you know, and, and it's part of that. But again, we've already talked about it. Have the, the, the clarity goggles on, have the Jigos goggles on, see it from God's eyes, approach the hard talks and, and make mindful of that. Christine and I are, this is our strength. So if you want to know a strength in our marriage is we communicate and we, we will spend as much time as we have to, uh, to talk whatever it is out and that's just our strength and that's that should be the strength of all um relationships all right let's go on really good all right uh, the we next one yeah already. we talked about this too get yeah. creative colossians 323 says whatever you do work at it with all of your heart as working for the lord in romans 12 6 paul says we ha we have different gifts according to the grace given to us let's face it we all we all like we, we like food as much as you do, but sometimes the dinner date routine gets old. 
it can also get expensive. Right. Speaking of, yeah. Yeah. And never mind. Move season on. Season 52. It's season 52. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. And we had a gift card. If you're on a budget or just need something fresh to do, find something unexpected. Pray and ask the Lord. I promise you, he will guide you. Yeah. And then use your gifts. Yeah, that's very key. I mean, one, Christine and I, so she talked about this already. I'll just share a story. So we've gotten really creative at doing a lot of fun things for free. So we talked about going on hikes and so forth. And, and we've also taken um, quite a few of our friends here locally on some of our free, free um, adventures. adventures. And, adventures. And, I like that. So we would like, we would go, so we're here in Disney world and there's so many things that you could do for free in Disney world. So we would go and we would, you know, park at one of the hotels, you know, we would take the gondola rides for free. We would go, you know, experience the resorts there um, Christine and I would take a book and we would go to one of the resorts and just, we actually would fall asleep at some of the places <laughs> and we would just read, we would sit by the fireplace at some of them. Yeah. Um, we would, we go to, um, you know, one of the wilderness lodge there and, and they have, you know, a restaurant right on the water. We would just sit on the water and just eat. And, you know, th- we find a lot of ways, creative ways to have fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, and not just, it's, it's always different. It's not a routine. We don't do routine. And we learned that that's very important for our relationship to thrive, to be creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. Like watching sunsets, you know, we're in Florida and it's Love flat. Sunsets. So we'll go and find a, a parking garage, go up on the higher floors, just so we could see this, the sunset. And again, it's, you know, go through, pick up food and sit there and eat while the sun's setting. I mean, we're on the wrong coast, but you can't see it suns <laughs> over the ocean, but still it's, it's even, it's even doing stuff like that. Well, that's, that's a big thing in our relationship. We find a lot of creative ways to see the sunset mm-hmm. and it's not just our backyard. We, we did have at one point a backyard that was amazing for sunsets because we got to watch it all the time, but it's, it's just being creative. So anyway, sometimes simple is the best. Yeah. yeah. The simplicity of it, yeah. but it's creative. Yes. Yeah. But it happens. And I think Bob, you said it the best. If you seek the Lord and you, and you're walking with him intimately, I promise you, he's going to share with you. Things. And, and that's the key. It's not, it's not that we're smart. It's not that we're greater. We've just said, God, where can we do? What is it that you're asking of us? And then the creativity comes from him. And along those same lines, you can use your errands. Just turn those into dates. You know, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 says, love this verse. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either one of them falls down, one can help the other one up. Isn't that what we're for? Yeah. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Yeah, There's your tricord. Yeah, you want to talk about a that? tricord verse, verse. Well, I mean, that's kind of how we got the podcast started. We were, this verse, we were talking about this verse and uh, t- just sitting on a couch and talking, and our, you know, the relationship between Barry, Pete, and I. And, and we're like, man, wouldn't that be cool if we re- recorded that conversation? And boom, that's kind of uh, where the whole idea of the Riot podcast came from. Yeah, I mean, Christine, what would you talk about errands? Does that should that just be a date? Would you consider that a date or? You know, at first I thought it was like, you know, errands are errands. They just bog you down. But then again, it's not just because they're errands. It's time spent with your spouse and it's time spent seeing them interact in ways that we normally don't get to see them because, you know, hey, I'm going to go grocery shopping. See you later. And he's Maybe he doesn't have an idea of what I have to go through to, to shop for groceries, but sometimes it's quite laborious. And all of a sudden he starts joining me and it's like, oh, I like this because one, we can discuss on, uh, on many things. And <laughs> two, what kind of food do you want me to make for you? Because I'm the cook in the family. So honey, how can I bless you? Well, <laughs> yeah, I Bob is a cook in his family so, you know, and also the grocery head. shopper. So. <laughs> But yeah, so, that's a good idea. Yeah. And you could see the interactions you have at the grocery store. Right. I, I don't, I sometimes forget like all the people that I like, I meet going to the grocery store. Yep. But I have people every day. Hey, Bob, how are you doing today? And it's just, you kind of build relations again, building relationships. Yep. So yeah, but, that's cool. But Aaron's, I, I would say it's, it's not in place of, of dating. dating. Right. So I, I wouldn't want to make that clear. Yes. But it's, 
it's another way of spending time with the the person that we and may not think of. Yeah, it, it's it's you know, Christine and I we have a different relationship because of the our work schedule. Some people they can't do certain things because their working is so off. So we understand. But if you can, you know, instead of watching football or watching the next whatever. I think it's wise to, to go on the errand together and, you know, like one spouse, well, I'm going to the store and the other one stays home. Right. Um, if there's a way that you can do things together that way, even though it's mundane, again, look at it as a, Hey, this is an opportunity where you guys get to be holy together. You guys get to be a light together. Hmm. You get to, you get to be interacting together. You get to love each other, communicate together. It's just another way to build it up. And so I've, Many, many years, over 20 something years ago, she used to go to the grocery store all by herself. But over 20 something years ago, I made a decision like, no, I'm going to go with you. It was just, it was part of this. It was, it was just another way that I can say I spent time with my wife. And so I wouldn't say replace it in front of the dating, but I would say it's something good. You guys can do that together. All right. And if one of you falls down, there's something to always in in the tricord <laughs> in the tricord is like i just said is yeah two or helps uh, both of our gifts are different so we 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 achieve much more together but with christ as the center of that and that's where we're getting at with that is when you're doing it with the the clarity goggles and we're seeing it from his perspective oh my gosh it's it's just so much grander it's just so much better that when you build a relationship that way the whole the, is stronger than the, the individual so much, parts so much better all right be okay with cheap, even if you're rich. Yeah. A common, a common misconception is that quality romance has to be expensive. Let's throw that idea out right now. Sure, we may be able to afford bouquets of roses and diamond jewelry, but handmade notes and picnic dinners can be just as sweet, and I would argue more so. Always walk in the spirit. Our money is not our own, but God's. Proverbs 3.9 tells us, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. And I, and that's, we say that again is because we're talking about relationships from a spiritual standpoint. So it's, it's like, we have to be mindful. Like people, I don't know what it is, but our culture or something, they think that because we're throwing a lot of money at something that makes it more important. That's not the case. And, and, you know, sometimes, you know, you buy four dozen roses and you get a limousine. Sometimes that happens, you know? But it's not the norm. The norm is, okay, God, what do you want me to do? You know, what, how do you want me to spend the money here? And, and I think we should always be mindful because the, the bottom line is our money should be advancing God's kingdom. Our money should be always used to bring glory to him. And, and so, well, then I should have a really expensive, what's the one, you know, we're on with that. Well, yeah, sometimes it's okay, but I really think that we have to be mindful of how we spend our money. So we don't have to always have season 52 you know that's a special occasion that's a birthday it's something that's right. it's not every single time so. no that would be chick-fil-a yeah <laughs> or something else right you get the point all right all right be active together first uh corinthians 6 19 through 20 says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify god in your body um and then verses a three, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. So, I mean, Christine, what a great reminder. I mean, Christine and I are, are notorious at going on hikes together and finding ways to get active. We also work out together. I don't know. Did you want to speak to that of what we do that way or? Um. We work out, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but it's, it's again, active, no, but I know uh, I used to think it was a little crazy that my husband wanted to work out with me. And then I understood why, because we used to go out of the house and, and work out at a gym and just seeing the things that go on in a gym, <laughs> it's like, that's not always good because, mm. you know, guys will pick up on girls, even if they've got a wedding ring on and it's not good. And, and again, it, it's the, the two, uh, keeping each other, um, what's the word? I, I, I personally got away from gyms because, um, the eye candy for me was too much. Oh. Um, girls are dressed in way too provocative for me. 
Um, and if I'm sitting there on a, on a bike or on a, on a treadmill or something, and right in front of me is some girl dressed the way she was for me personally, I could not do it. And so I had to make a major adjustment on that because we were always going to the gym. Um, and at one point we were doing it by ourselves and I was going to a gym by myself and I had to ask myself, well, what is the motive behind this? Why am I going to the gym? Why am I so excited to go to the gym? You know? And, and I got to that point Well, I know why I was excited because I knew exactly what time that girl was going to be there. And I made sure that my, my schedule was there. And that really helped me, you know, get through that, that workout, man, that motivated me. Right. That was my justification. So talking about her, what she was just saying about the workout is we want to stay active together. Mm -hmm. And so we made this adjustment that we're going to work out and we're going to avoid that scene because it's just not worth the, I don't know. Did you want to add to that? Chris? Well, that is, and it's accountability towards each other because I know where I'm weak and he knows where I'm weak as well. So it's, you know, when we're in the, I'm done, I want to give up type moment. He's there to encourage me to keep going and, and vice versa. And it's, I wasn't going to go in that direction, but <laughs> it's to hold each other accountable and we do it now at home. And um, I think it's better because, you know, we can struggle through the pain and the agony while we're working out together and, and be encouraging together. And I know some couples just don't like that. Like I'm going to gym and I need to do it by myself. Well, the benefit to doing it together is in those moments where, you know, I'm struggling and I'm, I just want to quit. And I, you know, I'm there for 10 minutes. He's there to come on, honey, you can do this. You, you just got to work through it. You got to push through it, keep going. And he's my bloodline. Good. That's back to that Ecclesiastes word. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah and again, it's, it's life is about adjustments, especially relationships. And if there's something in your relationship that is, there's a weak spot, that was a weak spot many, many years ago for us. Um, you have to, you have to, in God's grace and mercy and, and by his conviction, you have to make that adjustment. And if you're making a workout as a very big deal, why not make the adjustment where your schedules meet together and you guys work out together or do something where it's, you're being careful. Maybe if you still have to go to the gym, Find a time at the gym that you guys, your, meet, your schedules meet together where there's not that many people there. Or, you know, it's, you always want to be holy in everything that you do. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and the same thing goes with the beach. When we go to sit down at the beach, we're not looking for the butt floss. You know, we don't, we're not looking for those guys that are dressed in all the oily and stuff. We're looking for those families, you know, and, and yeah. it's, it's less, it's, you're, you're always mindful. How am I being holy here? And even in that, I, we fail, right? Sure. Even in that, we fall short. But if you can, I mean, do it together, hold each other accountable, do it together, be holy in it. And it also helps build your relationship. Like Christine was just saying, we motivate each other. So yeah, go hiking, go do something. All right, next one. Be sexy together. Oh yeah. I knew you were going to like this one. Oh yeah. There are a lot of Bible verses that talk about being beautiful. The girl had a beautiful figure and was lovely to look at. Esther 2.7. Um, your lips are like scarlet thread and your mouth is lovely. Your cheeks are like halves of pomegranate behind your veil. Your hair is like a flock of goat leaping, goat leaping down the slopes of Gilead. Song of Solomon. Yeah, I anybody, love Song of Solomon. I bet you do. <laughs> I love it when we read it together. There you go. Yes. We Song get into of so it. Yeah. If you guys have not read the Song of Solomon, it is a very sexy um, book of the, of the Bible. No it doubt. It makes you blush. <laughs> Bottom line is uh, to make yourself look good to your partner and for your partner. Yeah, I, I've shared this with my wife many times it, when we're in public. Okay. At home, it's a little bit different, but it's still, you want to make yourself look presentable. Um, but when we're in public, I always want her beautiful. And, and I always share with her, I said, honey, if you look like you didn't care and some other girl looks like she cared, I will be tempted to look at her. And it's just being natural. So it's just being honest. But if you put, present yourself beautiful, um, you know, in certain parts of the public, then I'm naturally drawn to you because God has brought us together. I love you. You know, you're, you're beautiful. I love that. And, and the same thing with me. It's like, I think marriage and relationships over time, we get so comfortable that we stop being sexy. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it's important to work at the sexy part. It's important to dress up. It's important to, to have an appeal to each other. 
Um, don't just give up on that, you yeah. know? And I think it's a part of that dating. It's a part of that relationship. You know, it's like, you know, when we, we've gone over, let's just talk about the relationship aspect. We've gone over to your house and, and at times, and you've made a steak or a scallops or something, right? Don't, don't, sh- because the relationship's there, don't stop trying to wow or extravagant. Like you just had a friend that just came in the same thing. Don't stop with that. Just continue that. Just, you know, it's every relationship that we have, go the extra mile, be sexy in it, you know, go that. So I don't know, Christine. Well, you have to be careful being sexy with other people. Well, you know, I know (laughs) you heard the context, but yes, if we take it to the flesh, yes, obviously. Yes. But you know, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I want to be attractive for my spouse. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, we, I went on a, a fishing, you were talking about my friend, Natan. Yeah. I went on a fishing trip and I put my hat around backwards. And apparently my wife really enjoyed that. Ooh, like, I love it when he, he puts his hat see? on backwards. I, I didn't know this was a thing. It's Crystal hot. comes back. She goes, I really like that picture. So wow. I was like, all right, that encouraged me. I'm like, right, I need to give her more of that. Yeah. Right. So, Come out one I love day you, baby. Thanks for sharing that with me. So. I think another important note um, to say is um, me as the wife of my husband, if, and it's just like, she told you that it's like, we need to communicate those things to our spouse so they know exactly, hey, when you do this, I really like it. I had no idea. I'm yeah. so glad she shared that with me. It's communication. Communication is key yeah. in any relationship, especially so with your spouse. And if if there's something that's a little extra special that you like, let them know. Yeah. And then work so and good. keep doing it. Yes. Keep getting creative. Keep keep a, uh, raising the bar. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. One more. Yeah. Let's do overnight dates. Love this. Do weekend trips together, or All even if it's just for one night, make it fun and do it often. Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of mm. life. First Peter 4.18 says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. It does, man. And overnight dates, that's... um uh, you should, man. I mean, have fun with it too. Do we're talking creative. to our married listeners? Yeah, here, right? absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And and then let's just talk about a relationship. So, from the relationship standpoint, us guys should probably do something like that, right? We should do a hiking trip or a camping trip, or that's why we have men's fellowships. That's why we have women's fellowships. So we should have that to build the relationship. Bahamas fishing trip. I mean, we went on a cruise together. Right? That was so much fun. But by the we, way, but you grow in those relationships when you do stuff like that. You also learn each other a little bit deeper. And after a while, you might get on each other's nerves a little bit. So it also gives you more opportunity to love them and to learn and grow. And it's, it just, it, it deepens the fellowship. It deepens the relationship. So you didn't get on my nerves. No. And I, you didn't either, but I know that it happens. I mean, I was just thinking of my mom. I love you, mom. But you know, after a certain while, when you spend time with somebody that are, that have a, um, a large personality, um, you know, it's sometimes it, it can weigh on you. So anyway, that's, that's the point with the relationship, but with the spouse, it's man, it's, it's awesome, you know, and run around naked together, you know, and do something, do fun, you know, don't you're married. You can do that. Just, it, yeah. Make things sexy all the time, all the time. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I don't know. Christine, any last thoughts? Bob, any last thoughts? I'm good. What, I, this has been fun. Yeah. This has been fun. Yeah. I mean, when we first looked at our notes on there's like, okay, how's this going to go? But, you know, I, I think this is so important to our listeners is, you know, we talked about dating or just spending time with other people. It's, we don't really focus just on that, but this is a very big deal, you know? And, and the reason why we have so many divorces is because we're dating improperly or not doing it enough. And uh, we've given some really good nuggets here today and, and, um, helped. And, you know, I know that there's people that are, might be listening that like, I want to do that, or I just don't have a relationship with the Lord. And I don't have that same fire. I don't have that same extra creative, you know, ability, or I don't have the goppy love that, that you're talking about. And, you know, I want my relationship grander. Well, you can do that when you give your life to Jesus. And if you're listening to this and you haven't given your life to Jesus right now is the opportunity right now. And in your heart, you could just say, you know what, God, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. And, and I recognize today that I need a savior. I need help here. 
And you can just in your heart, just bow your, bow your heart and your mind and just, just find yourself saying, dear Jesus, come into my heart. I, I repent of my sins today. I want to turn from uh, the ways that I've been doing it. And I want to follow you for the rest of my life. I believe, God, that you died and rose again on the third day. I believe that you did that so that I can have eternal life. And more than anything else, I believe that you did that so that I can live a life more abundantly here on earth. And, and, I, and, I, and I confess this and I repent this and I give this to you in Jesus' name, amen. And, and the Bible says that if you did that, that, that all the angels in heaven are now rejoicing, they're having a party with about you and they're, they're celebrating you and and, then, and God also says that he wants to now have a deeper, intimate relationship with you because in Jesus, all other things are added unto you. Your relationship is greater because of Jesus. Your, your friendships are greater because of Jesus, because you're seeing them from God's eyes. And, and God wants to teach you that. And the way that you do that is you get in the word, you, you get in fellowship, and we would love to help you and come alongside of you in that. So Bob, how could they come uh, get, uh, get in contact with us so that we can... Uh, reach out to them. Yeah, we want to celebrate with you too. So check out our, our website, theriotpodcast.com. We have lots of resources there that will help you answer, some, help you just answer some questions that you may have. You can reach out to us that way. You can also use all of our social media sites. You can use Facebook and Twitter and uh, YouTube. If, you, if you're listening to the podcast and you, you want to see what Pete's hair actually looks like, <laughs> jump onto YouTube and, and watch the podcast that, that way. And you get a special... Uh, treat this episode because you got Christine on the show. Oh, yeah. So you get to see her beautiful face as well. But I would encourage you to jump, go to the website, check out the No God tab, learn so much more. And then I want to draw your attention to a couple of other things on the website. First of all, you can order your clarity goggles for $19.99, <laughs> but wait, there's more. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, but it. seriously, though, uh, we are planning an amazing trip in June of 2024. So what's that 16 months away from now? Yeah. It's going to be amazing. We're going to fly into Egypt. We're going to see the pyramids. We're going to take Moses's footsteps across the Red Sea. Um, Pete's going to kind of he's going to put up his staff or something and, and we're going to walk on dry land. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how that's yeah. going to work, but we're still working I on the can't details. Wait. It's going to be exciting. We're going to climb Mount Sinai. That's for real. I'm not making that part of it up. That's cool. We're going to go to Petra in Jordan and we're going to spend a lot of time in the Holy land where you'll get to see where Jesus walked and taught and, uh, and died. So you're going to get to see Sea of Galilee. We're going to go to Jerusalem. It's going to be an amazing trip that you do not want to miss. And uh, it's going to be just epic, epic, epic. I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. And then finally, I just want to encourage you, um, whether you're listening to a podcast or watching us on YouTube, subscribe, to like, to comment. Let us know where you're listening to or, or listening to us from or just something you want to share with us. Put something in the comments. And then finally, I ask you to just share it with others. So what an amazing show. This is fun talking about dating and uh, Man, happy birthday, Crystal. If yeah. you made it all the way through the show, which I know you did, happy, happy birthday. I yeah. love you, darling. May God bless you. May God keep you. May his face shine upon you as you just walk deeply and humbly with him this week. Bless you. Bye. This has been The Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.